Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. One, two, three. What is now? on ESPN Radio. New Year, everybody. Welcome back. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Except for no SWX today. We'll be back on the TV tomorrow. I think it's actually my fault. I think I told them the wrong date. So uh, here, here we are. Uh, but if you do want to see us, you can uh, hook up that ESPN MT app. It's available on all your various mobile devices. Best thing in the first hour, we had our Montana Football Hour, the first of the new year. And uh, the first one in a long time where it's January and we're still talking Big Sky Conference football and Grizz football. That's pretty cool. I was thinking about today while I was down there at Grizz football practice. I believe that today is the first Grizz football practice in January ever. Because when the national championship, it used to be in December. It used to be a one-week Right deal. into it, right? And, yeah, right into it. I, I was talking to Dave Dickinson recently, yeah. and he mentioned that they went right into it. It was the next week, and he loved it that way, although he was beat up a little bit. Sure. So, so the teams get a little bit more healthy, right, uh, because it's a three-week gap. Right. However... Uh, they may not be quite as crisp. This is going to be a fascinating thing to see. If the Grizz, if the Grizz can pull it off, what a great New Year's <laughs> present for 2024 <laughs> to the state of Montana. Absolutely. If you want to hear anything from the Montana Football Hour, Tyler Flink, a Missoula Big Sky walk-on turn star linebacker for the Grizz joined us. We also heard from Bobby Houck times two, and uh, we analyzed as much as we could about this game, but we have plenty more coverage of the game Coming up as well. All that is on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you need any last-minute Grizz gear before you go to Frisco, swing by the M Store there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway. Also presented by the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org. Marty Mortowick in studio with me here for hour number two. It is the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. It's probably presented by Stockman Bank. 
of Montana. Happy New Year, Coach. Thanks for coming in. Hey, I'll tell you what. I had the best. I, f- I feel like I'm really, really fortunate and lucky. Best Christmas. Best New Year's. Uh, Sky and his girlfriend, Alex and Molly and Maddie and her new fiance. They oh, wow. finally pulled the trigger cool. on at least that part of it. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I told them they're they sitting low and driving slow, you know. <laughs> and, and then Kate and then my beautiful, smart wife, Lindsay. I mean, what a great Christmas. Getting and all four kids and, back home is but, tough, man. But That's it's, good it's, it's, it's not good now because one by one they're leaving. <laughs> I was up at 5.02 a.m. getting Maddie and Ben uh, to the airport for one of those like 6.30 a.m. flights. Yeah. I mean, those are brutal, but I always volunteer. Sure. And then I got to set my alarm like triple <laughs> to get to get up. But what a great We took a little New Year's Day walk. I mean, it was awesome. What a beautiful place Missoula, Montana is. If you can just kind of kick back and take a look at the big picture. Just gorgeous, beautiful. Uh, You know, the the climate change area, we don't have the winter quite yet. But I'm kind of rooting. I'm kind of rooting for warm weather, you see. But uh, I know we need a little snow in the mountains. we got to double it up here in January, February. You're going to Frisco, right? I'm going to Frisco. I'm leaving tonight oh, on a nice. jet airplane, but I'm making a pit stop. I'm oh, making good. a pit stop in Vegas. Oh, let's and, go. Then, and then I get a little jet airplane out of Vegas uh, on Friday nice. uh, to, to, to Dallas. And then well, I, I looked it up today. It's 27 miles to Frisco from the airport. So I'll probably have to Uber because I get to stay. I get to stay in the media hotel nice, cool. down there. So I, I, I think it will be convenient at least down there for Friday night and Saturday. And then, of course, Sunday. And then Lindsay and I are going to go back to Dallas Sunday uh, late night, probably nice. after the celebration, you see, uh, the Grizz celebration, and then and then we'll we'll get Monday, and then we leave late Tuesday, so we get a couple days in Dallas, uh, you know, Daily Park and all of that. We we haven't been back there for about forty years. <laughs> wow, cool. Well, that uh, that'll be a good trip. Maybe you should check on. We're sending my whole Skyline crew through Vegas as well, and I'm. Uh, I'm hoping they actually make their way to Frisco in fine shape because a couple days in Vegas beforehand with that crew. I don't know. We'll see. They'll be they'll be doing all right though. That's a good way to do it. <laughs> it, though, is, it, it is for sure. I mean, you know, I I'm I'm kind of disappointed that somebody else had the same idea. You see, you know? <laughs> no, no doubt about it. Marty Wardaway in studio with us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. It's our Monday afternoon quarterback on a Tuesday for the first time here. Uh, Montana's version of the NFL presented by Stackman Bank, Montana's brand of the NFL. But we're going to talk some college football first. I read this great book over Christmas break by Jeff Perlman all about the USFL and like the the three or four years that it was happening. What a crazy thing. For a minute, they like had it going and it seemed like it was a good idea. And then they kind of got out over their skis. They thought they were going to compete with the NFL. And then all these guys with all this money come in. They're signing Steve Young to these... You know, 40, $40 million. $40 million yeah. contracts. This book is crazy. Just, there's so many crazy elements to it. But one element that popped up in there, I had to ask you about this. I had no idea about this guy. What, one of the running backs in the USFL, I think for I think he was Herschel Walker's backup for the New Jersey Generals for Once Upon a Time, was Mike Hagan 
from yeah. Montana. He must have. You must have played with him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mike Hagan was a fullback, the late great Mike Hagan. He passed away a couple years ago. Tragically, yeah. died way too young. Well, he was a fullback, and he, he the, they won the whole championship with Jim Moore's dad, Jim Moore oh, Senior. That's right. That's right. That's with, who we played with, for. With the with the uh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia team, the, yep. stars, the stars. Yeah. Right. And Mike Mike was a fullback. He was a power lifter. I mean, this guy this guy was put together now. Oh, for uh, sure. I mean, I mean, he was a champion power lifter out of the state of Washington and and comes in and would just uh, demolish people from the fullback spot. The man would be, would hit uh, his opponent and just drive him into the ground. I mean, do you want collisions? You know, basketball is a contact sport. Football, a collision sport, as long as you had Mike Hagan on your team. <laughs> for sure. So I was going through the old annals, and, and he had some big games and some big seasons. And he, I mean, he rushed for some yards for the Grizz. And, uh, so that was right around when you, you were playing then, huh? Yeah, so Mike Hagan was a true fullback, true fullback type guy. Yeah. Uh, and, and then we, we brought Greg Eisman in. Remember, one, and yep. he was Mike Rogier's fullback, blocking oh, back wow, yeah. in junior college wow. in, in, in the state of Kansas. So we got him, and initially he was a fullback, and then we converted him. That's how good he was. Well, Mike Rogier's blocking back became our halfback, wow. our tailback. Amazing. And he had a couple of great years. The Iceman, Greg Eisman. <laughs> I love it. When being that you were kind of coming up and still playing, and you were kind of cutting your teeth right when the USFL was happening, what did you think of it back then? Did you ever have any opportunity, or did you ever explore that opportunity when you were still trying to play? Oh yeah, I've got some good stories on that. Now uh, I played in the Arena League, right? I and, knew that for the Denver team, right? For the Denver Dynamite. That's and a great I, name, the Denver Dynamite. I know it was awesome. <laughs> we, our stadium was full, but I was three for four. I tell the guys, I coach, you'll never beat my. Pro completion percentage. <laughs> well, what was it? You know, and three for four, baby. And I got my ACL done. And then, and then before, the year before that, I was in camp as a camp arm with the Niners and then the Arena League. And then it was two years later because then they had to go back and scope it again because yeah, it got yeah. torn. And then, and, then, and then the USFL, uh, well, I read. And so I went to the workout, and I wanted to find Miles Davis. Now, all the time, I'm coaching still, right? Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm desperately still trying to play, but I'm still coaching. I'm the coordinator, the offensive coordinator at Southeast Missouri State. Go to Orlando. Camp for Gerardo, Lins baby. Yeah, that's right. It's a great place. Yeah, I've heard it. that. Um, about an hour and a half uh, south of St. Louis. Great recruiting areas, you know. Memphis, Nashville, St. Louis, Kansas City. But anyway, so I go to, we take our honeymoon, Lindsay and I, to Orlando because the USFL, there was a workout down there. And so I said, look, I played for Miles Davis in the Arena League. I'm going to look for yeah. Miles. Miles knows I can play, right? So I get up, I snuggle up to, I, I found him. I, I packed up my big black bag, went, looked for him in the stand, sat down beside him, said, Coach, I can still play. And he goes, How's the knee? And I kind of story to him. I said, Great. <laughs> he said, how's the weight? I said, I'm about seven pounds up. Well, really, I was about 14. But I, I could take it off quick back then, you sure, see. Sure. So, so he goes, okay, I'll make a deal with you. I'll, I'll use my last draft pick on you. But here's the deal. You got to get that bleeping black bag and get the heck out of this stadium. I don't want you stepping on the field. So I'm going ding, ding, ding. Back up. Oh, oh. Well, that's okay because last draft, see, he's going to draft sure, somebody right. early, and I'll be back. But that'll give my knee a little, sure. uh, you know, and then and then whoever the guy is going to screw it up 
or 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 get hurt, and then, and then I'll get my opportunity, and it'll give me a little time to get the weight off. So I said, deal. I said, I got one other uh, thought for you, though. I just got offered a job at the 1A level. And Miles goes, where? And I go, well, I can't tell you because it's not public. He goes, where the bleep is it? And so I told him. And he goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> and he did the throat slash to me. He said, you're done playing. You get to the nearest payphone. Yeah. You know, we didn't even have cell phones back then. Totally. You get to the nearest payphone and you take that job. What are you doing? And that's when I knew. I was done playing, so that's when I ended up at Missouri. Well, uh, it's a fascinating book. I'll uh, I'll talk more about it because I I've been enthralled by it. But the USFL, what a crazy moment in time! And uh, now with the USFL, the XFL merging, maybe there's an opportunity for a a second football league in America. Maybe that's something we talk about uh, down the road. But uh, great stories. There's all sorts of connections in there too. Like there was some former Montana, Montana State guys that were playing in the league. Pokey Allen, who's from Missoula, he was coaching in the yep. league at the time. Miles Davis has big sky ties because he was at Portland State once upon a time. So there, even though the USFL only lasted 1983 to 1986, there was some some stuff that they had that influenced the way the NFL operated moving forward. Yeah, and I, I will I will tell you, some of Miles Davis stuff is kind of like the West Coast. The West Coast is all over the NFL. That's right. Or at least parts of it, right? And 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 then Miles Davis, uh, which I was fortunate enough to play in his system. Yeah. Uh, it's a fascinating system, by the way. Uh, you know, because he got into the NFL as a coordinator. And, and man, between the 20s, they were dynamite yes. with the Lions. That was before I got there, well before I got there. Uh, but there's a few problems in the red zone. And Miles Davis is so hard-headed that the head coach <laughs> yeah. might say, hey, well, why don't we stick a tight end in there and run that? Yeah. No, that's not the way we do it. And so that's why Miles coached in every league known to mankind and lit it up. But there are still, still some of his stuff uh, all over the NFL with, that he designed with the run and shoot and Neil Lomax right there at Portland State. I uh, gotta love it. Marty Mortimer in studio with us here on Nuwata's Dow. Our Monday afternoon quarterback presented by Stockman Bank. It's also part of our road to Frisco as we prepare to make the trip down to Texas. I'm not going, but everybody else in the crew is. We'll have full coverage for you leading up to and after the Grizz play South Dakota State there on Sunday. High noon kickoff. You can find the game on ABC. I know a lot of people have been wondering, is it on ESPN, ESPN Plus? No, it's on ABC. It's on terrestrial television. So you can find it there. Uh, High noon teases for later on in the week. The national radio call. It's going to be on Westwood One, and one of the guys doing color, Montana Zone, and a guy that's been maligned in Montana a little bit, but he's certainly uh, at least made the steps towards reviving his image. That's Ryan Leaf, former Heisman Trophy finalist, Washington State quarterback, who then uh, infamously was uh, sort of a tragic story in the NFL because of how he flopped, and then it became even more tragic because of the way his life sort of fell apart because of addiction, and then he ended up going to prison. Well, he has gotten sober, and he's done all these things to sort of revive his life, and now he's working in radio, so he'll be on the call, and he's a Montana guy, so I figured, hey, why not have the guy calling the game on the show? So he'll join us tomorrow, so that'll be fun. I got to say thanks to Town Pump for getting us down to Frisco. Town Pump, Brawl of the Wild, by the mile. Uh, a hit for the third season here between ESPN as well as Skyline Sports. So appreciate them for getting us down there. It's been crazy how many great football games we've gotten a chance to watch at the collegiate level lately, Coach. Did you watch the games yesterday? And if so, what did you think? Oh, absolutely. Both games were terrific. They now, were awesome. Now, the regular bowl games, 
It's, it's, it's kind of like know. too many opt-outs. I mean, follow the money. Uh, the money has become man. so NFL possibilities or NIL possibilities. Guys are opting out, and then you get two different teams oh, man. In, in many cases. The Georgia-Florida State game, come on. Come on. I think Florida State had like six or eight guys opt out of that game. USC had 40 guys opt out of their game. 40. 40. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, it's, on? it's turning. It reminds me of the Pro Bowl. For sure. You know, how that thing just got desperate. Now they have a little flag football thing right. or skill type of sure. thing. I mean, it's brutal. I, I've told you the story before, LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy makes his first Pro Bowl. So I get him over there. I go, well, one little private personal conversation. You get in there and you run hard. You'll break tackles because they're they're not playing all that hard nowadays. <laughs> and you get the MVP and you get the car. Yeah, and you get yeah, a little yeah. Okay, I turned the doggone game. I'm not coaching it that year. I turned the doggone game on, and they give him LaShawn McCoy the ball in the first play of the game. It's like he's speed walking. I'm going, what are you doing? What a great <laughs> opportunity, and you're speed walking. Oh, man. And so after the ball game, I called him. I said, the hell? Did, did you not take your, my conversation with you uh, very seriously or what? He goes, they all got me. They all got me and told me, we're not, we're going to stay up. We're not playing. Oh, Don't geez. rerun. And so that thing went downhill from that point on to the point where they're playing flag football. I know. And the opt-outs for the bowl thing is definitely something that has to be addressed. On one hand, I can kind of get where the players don't want to get hurt. But on the other hand, it's like you work the whole time. And, I mean, I get if you were playing in just, you know, some – Famous potato bowl or whatever. That's one thing. But if you're playing at a New Year's Day bowl, that's not a prestigious thing. I just I feel like you'd want to do that for your teammates. That's just, it's money. So they're they've been offered six figures. Yeah, right. Uh, but some of them big six figures. For sure. Nil and then all of a sudden the NFL. The money that these young men make uh, now it's typically for a short period of time. You right. know the average uh, career in the NFL is still under. Under four years. Yeah, three and a half years, what they say. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, you know, so the money's gotten so big on both of those situations that uh, opting out of playing in a bowl game that really is not for a national championship uh, is is reasonable to me. It's just it's just gotten this NIL has gotten out of hand. Uh, and now I'm I'm so happy because I can see it happening where a team going you know in the in the playoffs for the FBS you know a player to opt out and don't ever underestimate uh, the value of one singular player let alone two or three or Florida State six or eight of them yeah no doubt what do you think of just the bowl system in general oh I like it I think it I think the playoffs should be expanded I think the one double A the FCS yeah. as sort of it might be too big now. I agree. I think, six, I think 16 I, is a good number. I agree with you. Yeah. Wholeheartedly, I agree with you. And then, and then, so I think that's where the 1A, the FBS, is going to get to is going to probably be 16 teams. Now, they're going to 8-8 eight, eight this year, right? They say they, was, say they were. They were maybe going to go to 6 this year, then they canceled that somewhere yeah. along the lines, and then yeah. maybe 8 or 12 next year. But the, so, it's all in flux. Still. So 2024, we don't know yet? We still don't. I mean, because they, yeah. well, they, they said they were going to six this year, and then they didn't go to six. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I think sixteen is a pretty yeah. good number. Uh, but but those bowls make a, a a lot of money. They do. And so uh, maybe maybe that tiered thing, you know, 
uh, that, that you were talking about the last time we yeah. spoke may come into play to where there will still be almost as many bowl games but two different tiers. Ryan Tutel, former co-host of the show, he texts in says 12 in 2024, that's official. So they will be going to 12 next year. So hopefully they Bingo. stick to that. So that, yeah. that would be a, that'd be a good thing. Okay, so in the Michigan-Alabama game... <laughs> What a great game. What what yeah. a messy game though. Oh man. Yeah. So such a mess on both sides, man. First of all, how could no one could catch a punt? I mean, <laughs> that part was crazy. Then the I mean the poor Alabama snapper, he gets the yips. He yeah. and the quarterback are yelling at each other. And, yeah. and, but then still Alabama was able to fight their way back, and then they build a lead, and then they look like they have them in control, and then they completely blow it. I agree 100% with you, Coulter. At some point there, what was it, late third quarter, it looked yeah. like Alabama was in complete control. But then what happened? Turnover. Quarterback, fumble. Yeah. Somewhere in there. And I went, mm, the tide, the momentum Turned and Alabama could never get it back. The other play was a two-point play was just horrendous. I just, I, I always want, uh, especially with a talented quarterback, two or three or more even different options instead of just a quarterback draw. So take us through that because Nick Saban always says, when it comes down to the end of games, it's not the play, it's the player. That is correct. Put the ball in your best player's hands, I but agree. give them some options. Right. I mean, quarterback draw from the three when your middle of your offensive line's been getting their butts whipped yeah. all game. That just seemed, I mean, the Milrow kid, I know he's a controversial is the wrong word. He's, he's polarizing because he's exceptionally talented. Yeah. He's an unbelievable athlete, yeah. but he also makes some mistakes. Like he had the fumble, and you can tell he, he's just. He's very up and down, very up and down. But when he's rolling, he's rolling. I just thought, though, getting him out on the edge would be the way to do it. Give him a little, you know, option where he can dump it off or run it in yeah. right up the middle. Wait, I mean, that big 55 for Michigan have been eating that center's lunch all day. That's why he couldn't yeah. snap the ball. Yeah, I mean, most most, most of the time those two-point plays have two, three, or even more options depending on which right. style of play that you run. But but uh, just, just a straight quarterback draw with no other I'm sure they had an in or out they had a uh, quarterback draw or something else right. and they lined up and the numbers were good but but still you've got to make the blocks and you've got you've got one thing you can do whether within a play if you have two or three different things that you can do different options your odds are just a little bit better Monday afternoon quarterback with coach Marty Marty Mortaway in studio with me Coulter Duadas to kick off 2024 happy new year everybody it's probably presented by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank celebrated their 70th anniversary this last year. Stockman Bank is a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana, and they are committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. What that means to you is that your money stays in the local economy, supporting your friends and your neighbors. The Washington-Texas game was also fascinating. I must, <laughs> I must admit, I, I fell asleep early in the third quarter, so I went upstairs, brushed my teeth, and I was reading in bed, and then I went to go check the phone one more time before I go to bed, and I was like, oh, it's still going. I'm going back downstairs. I'm, I'm wide awake now. So then I watched the whole end of it, back and forth, back and forth. But first of all, what do you think of this Washington quarterback? This kid should have won the Heisman, man. This kid is nails. I saw him earlier in his career, and the man is talented. Really talented. And, and, and the games that I watched, he was a touch 
inconsistent, but talented. So I love those type of guys because yes. there's there's no ceiling on them. Right. Uh, but some guys become consistent. Some guys don't uh, with a lot of hard work, preparation, and reps. So then I'm watching them this year, and I'm going, oh, my goodness. This man reminds me of a Michael Vick, Steve Young style of player with a huge size advantage on those guys Here. and almost, almost the same sort of speed, mobility, agility, lateral movement. This man has worked himself in to a pretty good pass for the ball. He's not there yet. He's, he's, he's still got a touch inconsistency in him, but he's made a huge jump passing the football, uh, much like, let's say, uh, uh, let's say Jalen Hurts moving sure. from Alabama. He did not throw the ball very well. And uh, he was a winner. He had all the instincts. He had all, and then he goes to Oklahoma. And then you pull that film out. Whoa, big jump passing the football. So I thought if we could acquire him, and he makes one more pretty good jump his rookie year, then he's there as right. a passer of the football. Don't, don't, don't use the word thrower. You know, I, I hear some of the fellas that are commentating on the TV. No, you pass the football. You pass it with precision. Michael Pettick should have won the Heisman. After watching him last night, he should have won the Heisman. I know the kid from LSU had a bunch of stats and all that. LSU also lost three or four games. This guy's got this team undefeated and in the national championship game. Pretty crazy, the reascent of the Huskies. Chris Peterson's retirement sort of shocked the college football world. Then they hired Jimmy Lake. That didn't work out so well. The Montana Grizzlies had probably a hand in Jimmy Lake getting uh, moved on from, and all of a sudden they hire his dynamite coach in Kalen DeBoer, and they're undefeated, and they'll play Michigan next Monday for the FBS National Championship game. Marty Mornoweg in studio with me. We haven't even gotten to the Grizzlies South Dakota State yet. We'll do that, plus who's in and who's out so far in the playoffs, and the NFL will go through all the standings. That's next. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback presented by Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. More on Nuanas now right after this. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. Oh! It's new on is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television.
think anybody ever could do it better than Hank Williams. But now that they got Chris Stapleton on there doing the Monday Night Football, I mean, that's pretty good, man. Hank Williams was about as good as it gets. Now they got Chris Stapleton on there. Pretty good. Stapleton is great. In fact, I got to go see him one of these you days. Got, you got for sure. You know, I, I, I he got came to, to Missoula once upon a time. We need to get him back. I wasn't here, though. I know, no, you know I, know. I mean, shoot. But, yeah, we got to get him back. Yeah. He would sell. He would sell out Washington Grizz Stadium. There's, there, he? there's no doubt. Yeah, I mean, it'd be worth it to him and to us. 100. percent Okay, get on it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Email Marty Hornleg here on to on is now ESPN Radio. It's our Monday afternoon quarterback. We're get, we're going to Frisco. I'm not going, but the rest of the crew's going. This man's going as well. So let's talk a little bit about the FCS National Championship. Our road to Frisco presented in part by the Advocates. The Advocates want you to have a great time this upcoming weekend, cheering on the Grizz in Frisco, Texas with family and friends. Should be the best time ever, but if you're injured because of someone else's negligence, you've been robbed of that excitement. You can call the injury attorneys at the Montana Advocates today so they can start fighting for you and the settlement you deserve. Call anytime. 406-640-4444 or visit MontanaAdvocates.com. I'm so fascinated by so many of the exterior things in this game, Coach. On the field is one thing, and I think there's a lot of different ways to match up, but it's one versus two, so I think you're going to have a pretty darn good football team. Both teams can play defense. Both teams got good quarterbacks, all that stuff. To me, some of the stuff I'm looking at are who who uses the, the time, the extra time, better coaching, preparation, things yep. like that. Um, and, and who sort of embraces the moment? The national narrative right now is that the Grizz don't have a chance. Yep. Hero Sports, our good buddy Sam Herder, he pulled like 50 coaches from around the country. All of them but two said South Dakota State in a landslide. All of them but two. Uh, only two guys wow. said, said Montana has a chance. The books got Montana as two touchdown underdogs. I think, and, and I know I have proximity bias here as we're coming to you from Missoula, Montana, but I think that... All that is just complete fuel to the fire for the Grizzlies. Oh, I'd be I'd be putting that up. I'd be, I'd be uh, on the overhead for the whole uh, team. In fact, might call a meeting uh, of everybody in Missoula and put that thing up <laughs> on the overhead. But first of all, I think I know. I think I know why you're not going to Frisco. And congratulations hey, thank on you. the little one. And good luck. Hey, thank good you. Good luck. Now I'm let's get back. It. Let's get back to this. I know it's an exciting time <laughs> for you. It is. And then you compile it with the national championship game. What a what a 2024 for you. Well, uh, to to start with but let's get let's get to this ball game these are two excellent teams they, they, this this South Dakota State Jackrabbits right and the Montana Grizzlies uh, both teams are ranked very high in all of those stats because I peeked at them just a little for bit for sure right kind of like I would do on a on a Monday but in the NFL before a Sunday game you know you don't put too much into it but you know you want to know what they're doing really well yeah what they're doing uh not not so where their weaknesses are at least statistically both of them are highly ranked in most almost all of the the main stats that correlate with winning or losing however South Dakota State state is ranked just a little higher in all of those almost all of them across the board however, However, throw those things out. This is a one-game deal. This isn't over the course of a season. This is not an average. This is a one-game deal. And here's my keys. The Montana defense has been there with very few exceptions all year long. That's right. They need to do some damage in the Jackrabbits' backfield, and they'll be in good shape, right? 
And then, and then the second thing is the turnover ratio. The Montana Grizzlies tend to create turnovers on defense, and then they typically take care of the ball on offense. Much of that is due to Clifton McDowell, and, and then all the skilled guys have good ball security. I know they emphasize that that really, really well. And then, and then I suspect that this game is going to be determined. The national champion is going to be determined by three or four big plays. So if the Montana Grizzlies can sort of stymie the big plays from the Jackrabbits, and if they can get three or four uh, on their offensive team or Bergen, let's see how smart South Dakota State is. Oh, man. All right? Uh, I've been saying it for like two years. Do not punt or kick the ball to Bergen. And please double him in the slot down in the red zone, right? You'll save yourself a touchdown because Bergen's that special. So let's see how smart they are. But if they can get a score or a big play on special teams, then I I, I know this. Mondo Grizzlies from Montana can win this ball game down in Frisco. There's no question in my mind. The, I talked to Jimmy Rogers, South Dakota State head coach, last Thursday. I asked him about Junior Bergen and the special teams, how many big plays Montana's made. And he said, well, we don't believe in kicking away from people. He's like, we're leading the country in putt coverage. And all I was thinking of was you saying, do not think that your coverage team is better than what they run. Because then all of a sudden, I mean, North Dakota State did. They're like, okay, we're going to angle punt to our sideline so they can't run their sideline return. He still took the thing freaking 60 yards to the house. I'm telling you, every team has that mentality. Well, our coverage units our coverage are better. better than the last five coverage <laughs> units that allow Junior right. Bergen to score. Don't do it, but but I hope they're not listening to this because I kind of secretly hope that they do. For sure. Right? But uh, I think that's a big mistake. Now, one thing I was thinking of, uh, it must have been yesterday I was thinking about this ball game a little bit. That home field advantage for the Grizzlies of Montana is huge. And you saw it in the it playoffs. Back-to-back uh, wins in overtime in Washington Grizz Stadium. Can the Grizzlies fans be loud enough to cause some havoc down there in Frisco? I think so. I think that the last person out of Missoula, please turn the lights out. That's what I think <laughs> is happening here. I, I hope it's true. Marty Marty against Studio with us. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Presented in part by Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. I do think that I mean, Jimmy Rogers had an outstanding, as good of a first year as you could have as a head coach. He's fourteen and zero. He's, uh, I think, he's a very bright young man. I mean, he is. He's young. I mean, he's only thirty four years old. So he is one of the youngest coaches in all of college football. But he's from South. I mean, he played at South Dakota State. He's coached there for most of his career. So I think he has a pretty uh, in, 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 intrinsic view on how all of that works. For the Montana coaching staff, this is an enormous opportunity, especially for one Bobby Houck. Bobby Houck has checked every box when it comes to affirming himself as the greatest coach in Big Sky Conference history. He's got one box left to check, but yeah. the fact that you give him three weeks to prepare, I know that he is relishing in the opportunity to have extra time to, to get ready for this game. I was over there today and ran into Bobby. I ran into Bobby and Tim Houck uh, and, and Jimmy, the, the uh, operations of football. Yeah, Jimmy and, uh, those were three of the best. I mean, three of the best in the rest of the staff. Brent Pays and Bradford and all. I mean, th this is a unit of coaches uh, at, at the FCS level. Bar none is terrific. Now, this young coach, 
uh, some people would say, well, he fell into this thing. Sure. Right? right, he fell into it. They, they, they're on. They're in the middle of a 28 game win streak or some crazy thing. Fell, no, yeah, yeah, he fell into a pretty good. But he capitalized right. on it. That's right. I, I mean, and and so it's a little bit different than a rebuilding of a program, keeping a program going. What a great job this man has done. You know, one thing that has occurred this year in 2023, I should say last year now, right? Because it's 2024. But the the year, the football year of 2023, the Jackrabbits, there's been no adversity. What are you kidding me? Right. The Grizzlies had some adversity Absolutely. by winning ugly and then dropping the bomb uh, in Flagstaff. And then they came out of that. Uh, they won a couple games, close game, And then about two weeks after that, uh, they went, pow! What a great coaching job by Bobby Houck. Uh, the whole staff there. I told them that today. I just said, hey, you, you haven't done a good job. You've done a great job. M magnificent, I think, was the word I used. I think it's a great coaching job. Now, they also have players over there, tough, mentally, talented, and healthy, confident teams yep. win down the stretch and into the playoffs, and that's what they've been able to do. Let's see. Let's see what the Jackrabbits do when a little adversity hits them in the face down there in Frisco. And one of my number one X factors in this game, because you look at the, the tail of the tape, it's strength versus strength across the board, right? South Dakota State's offensive line is tremendous. The Grizz defensive front's great. South Dakota State has one of the great running backs in the country. The Grizz are one of the best run defenses in the country. You can go on down the line. The Grizz will have a little bit of an advantage on the perimeter when they have the ball. On the other side, though, South Dakota State has really good weapons in the pass game. But Mark Gronowski is the greatest winner in college football right now at the quarterback position. But Clifton McDowell has been absolutely lights out. He just doesn't have the, the breadth of work. Mark Gronowski's been the starter for three years, but McDowell's undefeated since he took over as the starter. Yeah. Gronowski's a proven commodity. To me, though, the X factor in this game is Clifton McDowell and the plays that if he can make plays and play above his head, I think that he's the guy that could be the, one of the number one factors for the Grizz. So you're, you say it may very well come down to the most uh, important position no in all of sports, <laughs> the quarterback position on each team. I will say both of them are fantastic. This kid uh, in South Dakota State uh, has lost one game. So, so I'm going, okay. Okay, I would study that game, and then I figured it out. It happened in, like, COVID in his... It was his first road game of his whole career when yeah. he was a true okay, freshman. So, yeah, true freshman. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you can't go back. You can't do that. I mean, this kid's undefeated uh, for most of three years, yep. and, then, and then McDowell is undefeated uh, in the year of 2023. And I will tell you, McDowell, I've been impressed with him. He took the bull by the horns. When they named him the starter... Yep. Yeah, you know, he took the bull by the horns, and that team uh, went to the sky. Yep. And and they've won close games. They've won blowout games. They've won medium games. They won tough games. Back-to-back uh, -back home games in overtime. I mean, so he, well, what a great job he and the rest of the players uh, uh, for the Montana Grizzlies have done. You want a place to watch the Grizz game on Sunday? High noon. Head on down to the Stone of Accord. All day Sunday, the $5 mimosas, $3.50 Coors Lights on draft. Plus, nothing like Sunday brunch on the, at the Stone. Brunch, mimosas, Coors Lights, and the Grizz. Couldn't ask for a better Sunday. The Stone, just a stone throws away on North Reserve. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. We haven't even talked anything about the NFL yet. Let's do that next. Keep it right here. New on us now, ESPN Radio. 
At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Lindsay and I <laughs> saw Zach Brown. Oh, I bet that was awesome. It was awesome. My wife said it's one of the best shows he's ever been to. I don't know where I was. I was not there, though. Fantastic. And Lindsay, of course, sort of talked me into it, and we went out there. It was outside, so it must have been an off-season yeah, you know, yeah. in the summer, you know, between June and July or something. And fantastic show. Oh, yeah. Almost, almost as good as Willie Nelson. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of love Marty Morning Wake in studio with me, Colter Nuanas. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Happy New Year, everybody. We're all the way up against it. So there's no Monday Night Football tonight because it's not Monday. It's Tuesday. And Monday Night Football was on Saturday. I don't even know what day it is anymore. We'll get back on track tomorrow, though, when it's actually a Wednesday with a Wednesday show. But while we were away, here's what we figured out about the NFL because it's been a couple weeks since we did this. First of all, Baltimore Ravens, number one seed clinched in the AFC, and uh, they got the division sewed up as well. What a statement win over the 49ers, and they followed it up with another big win. They're rolling right now. High-flying offense, finally, right? Outstanding defense, very, very good special teams. Yeah. Keep Lamar healthy uh, through the playoffs, and they, they will likely win this whole thing. Uh, it's, it, amaz- it's amazing the combination that they have because they have a dynamite quarterback who finally has weapons, but they also got the best pass rush in the NFL. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good combo to have in the modern NFL. Yeah, and, and the home field advantage, I'm not sure it matters to them. Keep Lamar Jackson healthy. Unlike the past two years where he's been unavailable down the stretch into the playoffs. So I, I would uh, likely say Baltimore wins this whole thing. As long as Lamar Jackson is available. The Chiefs clinched the AFC West. They still have some uphill sledding to do to uh, for their playoff positioning. They're definitely going to be playing for something on Sunday. The Browns or the Dolphins have also clinched playoff spots. The Dolphins need another win to clinch the AFC East. The Bills still alive uh, in the AFC East. And uh, the Bills are certainly right there in the playoff picture as well, as are the Steelers. And then the AFC South, that's the division that's still completely up for grabs. It could be the Texans, could be the Jags, could be the Colts. We'll see uh, who wants to reach up and grab the brass ring here in the South. It's a mess over there. It's a mess. But what great excitement yeah. because it's kind of a mess. You have, to, and you, my have, man. you have to be kicking yourself for Jacksonville, though, because you were in the I driver's seat in this yeah. one. Those other yeah. two are upstarts. Like, if they're in, they're in, they're not. It's not a disappointment. The Jags were out in front of everybody. Yeah, they're happy to be where they're at now let's get back to the cleveland browns browns are great man how about joe uh, flacco my man joe flacco he's got five kids uh i you know this man back in baltimore when i was coaching him before lamar all of the players all of the players i would hear it defensive players offensive players let's just get joe to the playoffs get joe to the playoffs so 
I this is going to be fascinating to watch because Joe Flacco's numbers in the playoffs are astronomical. <laughs> he crazy. plays like a top five quarterback once the playoffs hit. He looks like he's twenty six years old again he does. because he took you know more than half the season <laughs> totally. off, and so he's sort of fresh. And the man is a good decision maker. He throws the football, uh, one of the purest passers uh, in in the league, and maybe ever, uh, with accuracy and and timing. So the man understands the game. Now, I will say he's been turning the ball over a couple times too many. Okay, yeah. so if he just minimizes that uh, once the playoffs hit, uh, the Browns don't don't uh, kid yourself. The Browns have a chance. They definitely have a chance. The Browns yeah. are definitely going to have a, a chance for sure. They've got a great defense. They have excellent defense. Yeah. One of the best defenses uh, in the NFL. On the NFC side of things, the Lions clinched the division for the first time in 30 years. Then they got, some of people would say, screwed on Saturday night against the Cowboys, but they still have a lot left in front of them. The Niners have sewed up the West. The Cowboys and the Eagles are still battling it out for the NFC East. Just like in the AFC and the NFC, the South also remains up for grabs. Everybody's tied at 8-8 eight and eight right now. Nobody even wants to win that division. So that's sort of a mess as well. And then the Rams... What a great second half by them to rally and get to the, the wild card spot. So any thoughts on this NFC race, Coach? The Eagles lost a little of their mojo. They did. In fact, I I, I text uh, the great Jalen Hurts uh, after the ball game, and I just simply said, okay, good. Now, what a great opportunity to lead your team through a little adversity because they're going through, you know, the bleep hits a fan. The bleep has hit the fan yeah. in Philadelphia. No need to wipe it off because it's going to hit again. But if you make it out of this adversity, they've got one week to do it, to try to get this thing, uh, get, get, get it wired straight. And uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, I think, is the man to do it. He's built. He's built to go through adversity. Tough, tough um, a mental capacity. Well, about two minutes left, but a tease for tomorrow. First of all, we'll have our debut of our, I believe, fourth season now of Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops. Krista Redpath will be in studio with me. We'll break down everything that's gone on in both Big Sky men's and women's hoops. It's usually going to be a women's basketball-focused segment, but we have a lot of catching up to do, so we'll have talk on both the men's and women's league from the Big Sky. Tomorrow, it's going to be presented by Metal, your full-service marketing agency and photography studio headquartered right here in Missoula. We'll also have Ryan Leaf on for our ESPN roundtable. Uh, last thing, Coach, the couple showdowns on Saturday, the next time the NFL rolls back around, you got Steelers at Ravens. Number one seed on the line for the Ravens. We'll see what they do there. The, the Steelers got to win this thing to get in, though. So uh, that's an interesting deal. And then the Texans and the Colts, that's for the AFC South. Yeah, uh, so I know a little bit about Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Baltimore should rest the fellas. <laughs> you think so? Uh, you know, as many as they can. But they hate. They hate the Steelers. Oh, yeah. And they don't want them in the playoffs just because they hate them so much and and, and vice versa. So that's going to be interesting to see what John, uh, John Harbaugh does uh, with his squad. I would not play. Lamar Jackson, period. Keep him healthy for the playoffs. I, I agree with you on that. Now, how about Texans-Colts? That's going to be great if, game. If Stroud can get back healthy for the Texans, that's the, absolutely the defining factor. Yeah, yeah. And and what a great story by either team. For sure. You know, they came out of sort of nowhere. Great job over there with the Texans, no matter what happens, I think, with a rookie quarterback. I mean, I've coached a lot of rookie quarterbacks in the NFL. And to be around 500 is a big exclamation point there. By the way, Happy New Year. Let's make 2024 the best year in the history of mankind. Let's go. Or let's go rock and roll. 
Awesome to be on with you again. Well, thanks so much for being here. It's our Monday afternoon quarterback presented by Stackman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. This is Montana's brand of NFL. Andrew Houghton will be back tomorrow. We also got Chris Redpath. We got Ryan Leaf. And we got Levi Janicaro, a jam-packed lineup coming down the pipe. Appreciate you being here with us today. It was great having some time off. Great to be back with you. Happy New Year, everybody. And be good. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 p.m. This has been New Honest Now. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.